The Zone is presented by Guaranteed Foods, delivering all natural food to Midwestern families since 1958. Enjoy healthier food, more free time, free delivery, and better value. Go to GuaranteedFoods.com. All right, let's go ahead and get the zone rolling right here on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Bobby Witt Jr., a Kansas City Royal for the next seven years at least. Talked a little bit about that as they wrapped up their press conference. Introducing Bobby Witt Jr. And, boy, a a humongous day around here in Kansas City yesterday. In in the last couple of days, you know, we find out on Sunday that Kansas City has six World Cup games, four in the group stage, a round of 32 and a quarterfinal match. Uh, here in Kansas City, that's awesome. Not knowing how many different games we would be awarded, and we get six of them. The Chiefs start their Super Bowl trek with the uh, opening night there in Vegas yesterday, and all the while, Bobby Witt Jr. Uh, puts pen to paper on a contract uh, that is at least seven years, but over eleven years could pay him upwards of almost three hundred million dollars. He has cried. Happy cries a few times in his life, his sister's weddings, draft day, and today. Happy cries. And let me tell you, the blubbering fool I would look like in happy cries. I'd be Julia Roberts ugly crying if I had a contract for $288 million in front of me over 11 years. (laughs) It would be an ugly cry. The last time I ugly cried was when I found out Bobby Wood Jr. was signing an extension with the Royals. So, I mean, I guess we were all kind of having the same peak here. Yeah, no, it's uh, I was on the air. I can't ugly cry on the air. Full on, I just went under the desk. I tried to hide it. I used to be able to, but then you're like, oh, let's put it on TV now. <laughs> Everybody watch Jason. You were so good at hiding it before, though. Yeah. Put, no one could even tell audio-wise. I would always, I, my therapist has always told me, just push the feelings down. That's what it is. Bottle it up, bottle it up. Just as anything you feel, just like stack bricks on top of it. Yes. And the more bricks you have on top of it, the less chance of it uh, bubbling up. That's exactly right. So, and it's pretty much kind of like watertight emotionally that way. And I pay my therapist a lot of money. Deny, a lot deny. of money. Push, and push, push. Uh, absolutely. They're really good. Really good. It's really worked. It's really worked because, um, you know, stone. Stone. Stone face Stone face right 24-7. Hasn't right. felt that emotion since 1999. Chiefs made it to the Super Bowl fourth time in five years. Mm. Yeah. A.J. Hawk scenes. Bobby Wood Jr. signed an extension. Yeah. Looking like an Easter Island statue. Mm-hmm. Your kid dunked. Mm. Yeah. Cool. About damn time. He's uh, eight nowhere. years old. No, I just scraped it over the lip. All right, kid. Who cares? Six foot gold? No, it's ten. Well, good for him. About damn time. You know? Your kids are supposed to be better than you. So, you know, I could do it once, but it doesn't matter. Um, but no, uh, Josh uh, ugly cries all the time. Good Constantly. for him. That's yep. great. Um, the uh, Chiefs in opening night last night. Uh, let's go ahead and get into the show. So we talked about Bobby Witt yesterday. This is, by the way, one of the things that, that you know, we can talk about with Bobby Witt is, you know, we, we know this is different. John Sherman saying this is different. J.J. Piccolo talking about it being different. 
John Sherman saying, you know, you can't be what you say, but what you do. It can't just be what you say. It's got to be what you actually do. And saying we're willing to spend money, we're willing to sign Bobby Witt Jr. long term, it would be easy and an accepted cop-out of we tried. Our hands were tied in what we wanted to do versus what he wanted to do. And J.J. Piccolo talked about it. There was separation early on. Early on in the conversations, there was separation. It's a decent gap. They needed to find common ground. What was the common ground? Bobby wanted to be a free agent before he was 33, 34 years old. There's your common ground. Okay, that's what we're working with. There's, our, there's at least our structure. How can we get to a point to where we keep you a few years in free agency, also an opportunity for you to stay longer if you want to, but have the flexibility of hitting free agent and renegotiating a contract, if anything, an extension, or going out and just being a free agent, whatever that might be. How do we find that common ground? You get the flexibility, and we're comfortable with that. There's your starting point. Then you get into numbers that make sense for both sides. So you can be, you know, separation early on. We want to be a free agent um, in our 20s. Uh, I mean, you got four years left. It's going to make you 27. I mean, how much money are you willing to take to buy out those? You're already going to make a decent amount of money in arbitration anyway. Uh, boy, I don't know that we're going to be able to do this. And they got it done. And Bobby Witt saying he wanted to be in a situation that he thought he could win. And let me tell you. A few months ago, if you'd have said, Bobby Witt Jr. wants to be in a situation where he thinks he can win big, there is massive separation. I shouldn't say massive. That's an exaggeration. There is separate. J.J. Picole said there's separation early on. I don't know how big it was. Um, it's not the size that counts as the separation. It's how you close the gap. <laughs> how you close it. The separation early on. He wanted to be a free agent in his 20s. And... The Royals are dealing with Bally Sports and trying to get a stadium built with a ballpark district so they can raise extra revenue so they can put it back into the ball club, their words, and, and it's our job as the media to hold them to that, um, to put it back into the ball club. A few months ago, I just said, good luck then. Good luck. He wants to be a free agent in his 20s. He wants to be in a situation where he thinks he can win seven straight losing seasons, another 100-loss season right now. Where's the change in sight? But then they went and got Lugo and Waka and Smith and a number of guys coming in and Renfro and Bobby Witt saying that helped. That sort of let them know that they were serious about it. So maybe that helped close the gap. So maybe a little money that might have been thrown to Bobby Witt goes to other players. Maybe that's the Patrick Mahomes version of leaving money on the table of the Royals are having to spend money over here to convince you to take a little less money to be a part of this organization. Okay, well, that works. Maybe that's what, what happened in the, uh, you know, behind the scenes. That would be great. And, it, you know, working with uh, Al Pacino. Wow! I, I had no idea he was part of... Uh, he's Bobby. got a great bat! <laughs> because he's got great abs! <laughs> I don't think wow. it was Al. I think it was a different first name. but May or may not be a relation there. How many Pacinos do you know? One. I guess two now, maybe. Two of them. I guess, I guess potentially two. Alan Chris. Is his name Chris Pacino? That was Sean. Scott so, Pacino? Don't say I thought it was Scott. Curtis Pacino. We're going with Curtis Pacino. Uh, CP. Not Al Pacino. His first name is not Al. <laughs> so it's actually Notal? It's Notal Pacino. Notal uh, Pacino? Notal Pacino. It's an interesting name. So were his parents. Notal Pacino, uh, part of his staff. 
and um, and his team and also his dad. But the guy is financially secure already. And I don't know, may, maybe he's a, a different cat than, like, say, Eric Hosmer. I don't know that Eric Hosmer was all that interested in signing long term. I think Eric Hosmer was all that it, was really interested in going and being in a big city, you know, being in a in a bigger town. Maybe I'm reading that wrong. That's just the feeling I got from Hosmer. I didn't really think he was ever all that interested in signing a big long-term deal, especially the Royals may be thinking they can't get to what his number would be anyway of what he can get in the open market. And it turns out it's a good thing they didn't sign him to that long-term deal because that would be an albatross hanging around the neck of the Royals right now since he's DFA'd and other teams are paying for Eric Hosmer right now and the Royals can't afford something like that because they would not be paying Bobby Witt right now if they paid Eric Hosmer. Maybe it wouldn't have been bad over the last seven years, but I doubt they would have playoffs along the way if Hosmer were just a part of the team. Um, So there is always risk that goes along with this. But it's different than any other deal they've made in their history. Because Mike Sweeney signed as a 28-year-old. And Alex Gordon signed as a 32-year-old. And Salvi signed as a 31-year-old. And I don't even know how old Ian Kennedy was, but it doesn't matter because he was a free agent. They went out and got him. I'm talking about homegrown guys. This is different. This is a 23-year-old that you're getting. You're paying for what he's going to do. You're not paying for what he already did. You're not paying for the attaboy pat on the back. We want to keep you around as part of a mascot. We want to sell some seats, sell tickets, keep butts in the seats, and have the kids with the jerseys still come to the game to root on Alex Gordon, to watch Salvi. We appreciate everything you've done for this organization. Here's your check. Not necessarily on the way out, but definitely on the back end. This is the first time they are paying a boatload of money for an unknown to a degree of what this guy can do. That's different. That's a much more sound investment. Because even if you feel like, well, the Royals can't be swimming in this pool, they need to be in the pool of drafting, developing, getting a guy for five, six years, boom, trading him and starting it over again. Getting more guys, drafting, developing, trading him, starting over again. And maybe you can build it and, and go to the playoffs. Maybe that's, that's the way they need to be in and, until the baseball changes their economics. Well, even if you feel that way and, and not thinking that the Royals could afford something like this, they can't afford to have Salvi not be Salvi making $20 million a year. They can't afford to have an Eric Hosmer contract on their books. They can't afford to have an Alex Gordon contract on their books and not get superior play. They can afford to pay somebody next year $2 million, who from his rookie year to his second year went and now ranks this last year 95th percentile in expected batting average and slugging percentage, which is a sign of things to come. And some luck. Defensively, he went from the bottom 2% of outs above average to the 98% defensively from one year to the next. From 22 to 23. In two years, the guy might be making $9 million and an MVP candidate. He was seventh in MVP this year. That's what they're paying for. They're not paying for, oh, that was awesome when you hit that home run, Alex Gordon, in 2015 in Game 1. We're going to give you a lot of money because that was such a great thing. And if we give you the money and you retire Royal, we can have a statue out there with you, and and people will remember that forever. And that's just uh, collateral damage is the money that we're going to be spending here. This is you're paying for 
dreaming of that moment. And I think you've landed on something that I will say in the scarier way that feels borderline negative on a very positive day. So please Dang don't. It. Your negativity, please, your gosh darn negativity, I don't need it right now. Please don't hear this <laughs> as me saying that it's going to go bad. But <laughs> this deal is amazing. I think this is a very good value. I think it makes sense for both sides. I'll give you my kind of like biggest positive yeah. takeaway in a second. Love it. But you got to be right. You yeah. got to be right. Mm-hmm. The Eric Hosmer deal would have been a problem. Bobby Witt has given you everything you could want to see to give him this deal. And I also would have handed this deal to him with all the confidence in the world. Where, the, where this team is right now, how badly this team needs to keep its budding superstar, bet on him turning into a superstar. And if you're wrong, it's going to be a bad time anyway. It would have been a bad time without Bobby Witt, aside from him maybe having a fluctuating mm-hmm. amount of play in his late 20s, which he isn't even close to yet. It's a great day for the team. It's a great day for Kansas City. Players got to be there for each step of that journey, for each step of progress, and he's shown you that. He, he has earned this contract not by paying him for what he's already done, but he has earned the bet that this contract is. And I think for yeah. me the most encouraging thing from that panel was what you also mentioned of, we were we were a little bit apart, mm-hmm. and we had to get creative to figure yeah. out how to solve this. I think it was Andy Rogers that mentioned like this is kind of an unusual deal in this circumstance of yeah. these opt out years, and then the team having opt in years, and all of that intertwining that way. They got creative to make this work, and a lot of small market teams would have taken the excuse that we were just really far apart and it was going to be expensive. So we we're going to play them out for a couple more years. We'll, we'll figure out arbitration when that comes around and. We'll, we'll try to make sure that we, we move him at a nice value for the team. And the Royals made it work, and they found a solution that both sides seem very happy with. That's huge. And, and not to mention, the, you know, I mean, trim to strikeout rate, increases walk rate, and hit for, you know, harder contact um, throughout the year on a more consistent basis than he did the year before. I think we would all bet that his, his deal would have cost more money this time next year. Yeah. Nobody yep. nobody thinks the timing on this yep. is bad. And by the way, good for Bobby Witt Jr. because he bet on himself. Yep. If he would have had the same year this year that he had, if he would have had the same year in 2023 that he did in 2022, right. he ain't getting this money. Yep. Because in 2022, he had no business being a shortstop in Major League Baseball. In 2023, he's in the business of shortstop in baseball because he was dynamic. He was awesome, um, and he made way more of the routine plays, and then he made the highlight reel that, okay, superstar players make those plays. And, you know, the the grand slam and, and uh, Durant getting in on a fastball at 102, you know, inside off the plate, and to rip that thing and keep it fair, like that's just, it's special. It's a next level of special, and he doesn't do it once, and then five months later you saw it again. He put it together on a more consistent basis this year. You're betting on what will continue. And the fact that he put in all that work from 22-year-old to 23-year-old, I don't think there's any chance of him resting on his laurels of, okay, cool, I got my money. I'm good. I'm good now. I think it's a, I got my money, now let's go work harder. Now let's go raise the game uh, even more. And we'll see. Uh, I'm, I'm pumped for this deal. I'm pumped to know that Bobby Witt ain't going anywhere anytime soon. And I'm pumped to not be talking about at what point do you need to trade Bobby Witt Jr.? Is it next year? Is it the year after that? How many years of service time are you going to maximize his value for uh, left and and team control to get the most back in a package? Don't have to worry about that. Now it's what do you put around a cornerstone piece like Bobby Witt Jr.? We'll take a timeout. We'll come back. More Zone next. (laughs) 
All right, wrapping up this hour, we've got a lot of stuff still to get into. Adam Teicher will join us on the other side of the break and get his thoughts on opening night in the NFL last night. And um, Kadarius Tony talking, Chiefs getting booed, how bad the practice fields are around Vegas. It must be soggy, soggy grass everywhere. What did the Chiefs do yesterday? I believe they practiced in pads outside in the rain. But they practice on concrete, so it wasn't soggy. Don't worry. No Andy big... Reid says they will play in a CVS parking lot if that's what it takes. <laughs> that's right. Um, somebody should have told the 49ers, you're actually at a beach. You know, you're, this isn't your field. This is actual just sand you're practicing in. We thought it was pretty soggy. Not sure why.